0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply. We bring him in now, Dan Dockage, ESPN College Basketball Analyst, host on 107.5 The Fan down there in Indy. Dan, how you doing, buddy?
1: Oh, man, I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Uh, First and foremost, i got to ask you, because the big doings going on with the return of Bobby Knight, I know you're close down there to that entire organization, Bobby himself, so tell me what it was like to finally see, I don't want to say necessarily that uh, all the uh, olive branches have been bore and everybody's taken the branch, but what is it like to finally have him back and finally kind of get a little peace?
1: Uh, I don't really care. I mean, I don't like the man, I don't respect the man, Uh, so I... It didn't make a bit of difference to me uh, whether he came back or didn't came to come back. In fact, I felt it to be a little ridiculous. I mean, I've always defended him in terms of, uh, you know, they asked him to leave, he left. Um, now he came back, and I, I was actually sad for him. I mean, you know, as much animosity as there is between me and their family, uh, I, I felt bad for him. And I, I did hope that he could – enjoy the moment because there was a lot of love there uh, from former players. There was a lot of love there from the fans. Uh, And when I saw him, I haven't seen him uh, since uh, back at ESPN one, one, one evening on selection Sunday. So it's been six, seven years. Uh, But I, uh, I hope that he could enjoy it. I hope that he could understand it. I'm his doctor is my doctor and I was down in Bloomington a week before and uh, it's kind of what his doctor said to me and then when I saw the whole thing I thought man I hope he uh hope he enjoys it so you know you kind of put your animosity aside and you and you see him and you say okay well I hope you know I hope he at least had this time to enjoy it
0: So let me ask you this, uh, moving into the college basketball side of things, um, as we get towards tournament time, and I know you pay obviously a close attention to the Big Ten. Uh, The question I have is, with all the predictions for all the Big Ten teams that are going to make the tournament, or at least projected to make the tournament, is the Big Ten the strongest uh, conference in the country?
1: Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I I think that the top to bottom, yes. I I think top to bottom, it, it is, you know, very strong. But I'll say this, you know, it's kind of weird. When you do games you gotta be careful, did you catch a team, you know, on a good night? I was doing the Virginia North Carolina game and North Carolina's last uh, in the big in, in the ACC and I'm watching them play and I'm like, damn. You know, this team could beat a lot of Big Ten teams, but you know, that's on a one night deal. I think consistently, night after night after night, I do think that, that the Big Ten is the best top to bottom. I, I, I think the Big East is really good. I think there's a lot of good leagues. Um, now the question is going to become, all right, what happens in the NCAA tournament? You know, Maryland seems to be on the best track to get a great seat. You're looking at the Big Twelve, and you have number one against number three coming up here on Saturday. You know, game days there. So you say, all right, well maybe the Big Ten is the deepest, but at the top is the Big Twelve the better league. You know, because you know West Virginia is pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm, I'm fascinated because I do think there are teams, and I think Penn State is probably one of them. I think that you know Maryland. I'm not surprised Iowa can score uh, in numbers. There's a lot of teams can make the Final Four, but I'm really anxious to see what gets validated as we move into the uh, as we move into the tournament. I'm also anxious to see does Maryland hang on here because Maryland doesn't have an easy stretch. They've got Ohio State this weekend in Columbus. That's going to be interesting as well. But I would say the Big Ten probably top to bottom yeah um we obviously look
0: in our own backyard to wisconsin and wisconsin has had some kind of an up and down season they'll go in and they'll beat a couple of top 25 teams and then lose inexplicably at times uh, they're still pretty good in the big 10 at nine and six and they're sitting at number uh, five or six right now if i'm not mistaken but give me your thoughts on the job with uh, you know kobe king leaving and the job that greg guard has done and the fact that the badgers have been playing some winning basketball
1: yeah, I think he's done a great job. In fact, uh, you know, the Peichel's been great. Obviously, Chambers has been great. But right behind him, if I'm voting for Coach of the Year, uh, i got to put Greg in there. Now, a lot is yet to be decided. Let's be honest. They do not have the most difficult schedule. Uh, other teams have a more difficult schedule. But, you know, th- just taking Kobe King um, on the basketball court practice, that kind of thing, Wisconsin's better. Wisconsin's playing better uh, without him. Uh, whatever, you know. Happen, happen, but in, in terms of on the court, they haven't missed a beat. In fact, I would say they've probably been enhanced, and and that's interesting. That's a function of two things. That's a function of leadership on the team, which apparently they have, and and they have a commitment uh, to the culture of look. We're at Wisconsin, man. This isn't the seventies the and eighties. We're expected to win here and win big. And then the second thing is the coaching. Coaches putting guys in the right positions and players. Different players on different nights kind of stepping up. We saw Pritzel knock in a bunch of threes against Ohio State. Uh, you know, so uh, to me, uh, I, I think Greg has done as good a job as anybody in the Big Ten. I, you know, has done an amazing job building the program. Uh, Pat Chambers has done an amazing job of, or his AD's done an amazing job of letting Pat stay there because it's always been up in the air, and Pat's taking advantage, and that's all good. But I, I don't think anybody's really done a better job than Greg Gard.
0: Uh, In the Big Ten, uh, we always know that uh, you're going to have some mainstays there. You're always going to have Michigan State. Maryland's been a very good team for a long time. It's good to see the resurgence of a team like Penn State, Iowa right there. Tell me about a team like Michigan, and obviously Indiana trying to scratch back. Ohio State was tops for a while. Then they went through some injury periods. They're starting to climb back out of it.
1: Well, let's start with Michigan. Michigan figured out that you better be able to guard the post. People were killing them in the post. And now they're doing a much better job. Of defending the post. Travion Williams had 36 against him. It seemed like every post player in the Big Ten was getting a career hat. I think they figured that out. They double a little bit. They're a little more physical on the block. They dig in better. Uh, so that's been good. Indiana is a work in progress. Indiana, you know, I live in the state uh, against Michigan. I've never been so infuriated as a former player as watching a lack of heart and a lack of commitment on the defensive end, as I did in the Indiana-Michigan game, and then they turned around, I thought, played really well uh, on the road in almost a must-win for both teams, Minnesota and Indiana, and they ended up uh, beating Indiana. I do think there's a couple of really interesting teams. You mentioned Ohio State. Ohio State, to me, has kind of settled into being who they are, and that's a bit of a front-running team, meaning, man, when they're hitting shots, I think Purdue's like this too. When they're hitting shots, man, they sprint down the floor defensively and offensively. They pile on you. I mean, the wins that, that uh, Purdue has had at home against Virginia, winning by 28, beating a uh, Michigan State team by 29, uh, routing an Iowa team by 38. They've been offset by scoring only 36 points at Illinois, having a really bad performance last week uh, at Ohio State. It's such a make-or-miss thing uh, with them. Now, I do think that talking about Michigan State, Talk about make or miss when their wings can play, when Michigan State's wings can get the ball in the basket, Michigan State to me is as dangerous as any team in the country. Now, I know they started out number one. I, I caught a lot of hell, uh, as I usually do from Sparty fans, because I said there's no way this team is the number one team. They can't shoot. And they don't have anywhere to throw it in the post. Well, they shoot in spurts. That's good. Tillman has gotten better. That's good. The culture is there. That's great. And Cassius Winston is a terrific closeout the game play all the way through the game kind of guard. So I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan State weighed one of those typical runs, and I wouldn't be surprised if some of the teams that we just talked about made a run in the tournament.
0: Uh, Before I let you go, I also got to bring up, I I love the fact that the Dayton Flyers are there. I I love the fact you got a small team, you got a a mid-major that's getting it done, top 10. They got a big one coming up against Baylor. Talk about the, uh, the the small team that is the Dayton Flyers that are making a lot of noise right now.
1: Well, that's no small program. I mean, that's 16,000 every night. There's a reason that the NCAA plays the first Tuesday in Dayton because it is Dayton uh, and Omaha, Nebraska, are the two best basketball towns that people don't know about. Dayton teams, they win. They always win. And Obi Toppin now has taken them to a level they haven't seen since Don Donahue took them to the Final Four way back in the 60s. Obi Toppin may be the player of the year. Uh, They're exciting. uh, E.B. Watson, a kid that played at – Michigan is a scorer for them on the wing, terrific shooter, Uh, one of those guys that really doesn't care. He's just going to play against anybody. Uh, This is a legit team. This is a legit Final Four. This is a legit national champion team. But I got to tell you, Bill, man, uh, I coached in the state of Ohio for 10 years Mm -hmm. and head coach at Bowling Green. Dayton's no mid-major. Dayton's no joke, man. They have everything available to them. Crowds are incredible. History is there. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do, and I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, there's Obi Toppin, Garza, who ends up being the player of the year, because I think it'd be very cool if we had a player of the year from somebody not named Duke uh, or somebody not named Carolina or somebody that nobody ever heard of. You know, I think it'd be great.
0: I, you know, I agree with you. Look, when I worked at W.O.W. down in Cincinnati, that was a hotbed. I mean, you had you, you guys at Bowling right. Green, you had Indiana we talked about, you had Miami of Ohio, Ohio State, UC, Xavier, Lexington down in Lexington right. in Kentucky, and, and and Louisville. Oh, my God, it's a hotbed for college hoops. Dan, it's always a pleasure, my friend. I love talking to you, and I'd love to get you back during the tournament, buddy. I appreciate it, okay? Of course, man. Anytime, Bill. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Talk to you soon. There you go. Dan Dockett's a guy that never, never pulls punches. Never. That's why I love listening to him. Like he said, you know, didn't begrudge uh, Bobby Knight coming back. Didn't have a lot to say to the man, but uh, it, <laughs> the the state of Indiana seemed to be okay. Dan was very honest about it and takes a lot of heat for it. But I love the fact that that he just doesn't pull any punches, man. That's Dan Dockett, GSPN College Basketball Analyst. Also, he's a host on 107.5 The Fan down there in Indianapolis, which Indianapolis, between Indianapolis, Kansas, North Carolina, all that kind of stuff, that's... That's kind of basketball. That's college basketball at its best. So there you go. Uh, Dan joins us, by the way, on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.